0: Hello Beyond the mass listeners, Jeremy here. The a Foundation is planning another great fundraising event and you won't even have to leave the comfort of your home to attend. Treasure Island, a virtual event for CRNAs and SRNAs, will be an online event featuring live and pre-recorded fun, information, recognition, and education presented by and for CRNAs and SRNAs. We set sail to Treasure Island on Sunday, August the 16th and content will be available throughout August and September. Tickets are $100 for CRNAs and $25 for SRNAs. You can purchase your tickets today at www.aanafoundation.com and designate Treasure Island
1: Ticket
0: All right, Sharon, we're back at it again here in the podcast booth at the NCANA meeting in the beautiful city of Wilmington, North Carolina.
2: Oh, and it's stunning outside. Not that we've seen it. No,
0: we've been inside working all day. So. Yeah. But that's the story of our life, isn't it?
2: There it is.
0: Do you even, when you're in the OR, do you have a uh, Do you have a window? No, you don't have a window in the OR.
2: No, oh, and none of uh, none of us have the very nice office that you have in Winston Salem. (laughs) And I have windows. I know, and you have on both sides. (laughs) So my next life, I'm going to be a money manager.
0: Uh, that's just in case I need to jump out it. Though, see? They don't put it in there for you because they know you would jump out it. So.
2: That's true too.
0: <laughs> well, we have a special guest with us today.
2: Oh, we've got royalty.
0: We do. in the house with us, Miss Linda Stone, the now current president of the NCANA. and A. Welcome.
2: Well, wow. thank you. Thank you for having congratulations. me. Congratulations. Thank
0: you. Or should we say congratulations?
2: Um, we'll say congratulations. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk now. about it next year. <laughs> oh, <yeah.
0: laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
3: to see how it was.
0: Linda, tell our audience a little bit about you.
3: Let's see. I am a nurse anesthesia educator. I've also been active in both our state and national associations for many years. I think it's important to do that for a variety of reasons. I'm interested not only in advocacy for our patients and our profession, but also for... Really thinking about our balance and our well being because it's really important that we are as well and as healthy as we can be so that we can provide the best care possible for our patients. Well, yeah. this
2: has been a long time. Interest mm-hmm. of yours, you served as chair of peer assistance whenever I was A yep. and A president. That's right. And she did a spectacular job, well, of, of course, course. she did.
3: Well, thank you. I'm still doing that, by the way. <coughs> since well, two- see? So since 2012, I've been the chair of oh, the wow. committee. And I've been on the committee since 2009. So, yeah, it's still wow. a huge interest for me. Oh,
2: mm. very cool. Yeah, I know. We all miss Art Zwirling, don't we? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm our loss. topic today is promoting professional wellness, which is leads right into why is this so important for CRNAs?
3: It's important for so many reasons, but primarily because if we are going to be, and we are, the direct anesthesia care providers we're Mm. at the head of the bed we're making (laughs) the decisions Mm -hmm. all of those things then we certainly have to be at our best we have to take care of our mental and physical health as well as deal with all the workplace challenges that we are faced with every day
0: yeah I'm sure the patients want you to be at your best as well absolutely
3: they deserve
2: it
0: and the surgeons Yep. I'm not sure the anesthesiologists do, but mm, sure that they could do. A, That could be another topic. <laughs> I don't right? know that
2: I, I uh, now I'll push back <coughs> on that. I think they do, what? so that we can stay in there and work.
0: <laughs>
2: really, that's probably
0: now. True. Come on, they want to come in there and sit at the head of the bed and, and and do the job that you do. No, don't you know this? No, Sharon? they
2: want to make sure that we can do it. <laughs> <laughs> so they are very interested in our wellness. Uh, so I, I, I push back. Yeah, I, I,
0: I loved what, uh, what what we talked about earlier when fifteen thousand of them up up at the ASA meeting mm-hmm. and what did you say?
2: There's no telling. <laughs> <laughs> you,
0: you said because there's only 35,000 yep, and, right. and 15,000 showed up and Sharon goes yeah because all the CRNAs were back giving anesthesia.
2: That's that is, right. that <laughs> is true. true. That is true. So you talked about workplace challenges. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about that? Okay
3: well just by the nature of our work Mm -hmm. it's very stressful i mean we make it look easy many times you'll have people who are observers um, circulators others in the room that'll say i want to do your job Mm -hmm. because they think we don't do anything but just look at the patient and you know now we don't even record vital signs because we have a electronic monitoring systems and electronic medical records But the thing is, is that it's still stressful. You know, there's a lot of thinking that's going on. We're paying attention to everybody Mm -hmm. in the room, not just the patient. We're paying certainly close attention to them. But we also have to see what other people are doing. So how is it going to affect our patient? We're
2: on
0: high alert. Yeah. Yeah.
3: All the time.
0: Well, and that's that's what you're supposed to be doing, right? right. Do, do you guys track any of these statistics or anything about burnout and I mean is there anything out there that CNA can say, hey, you know, there's x amount of percentage chance that And I'm going to go through this.
3: Actually, there's been some recent studies. (coughs) I don't have the percentages, but there have been some recent studies where burnout is on the rise. And I can't remember if it was in the 40s, you know, 40% Mm, 40%. time. But it's really, really increased. And I think a lot of that is because we have so many more stressors than we did. Yeah. And also our resilience and being able to cope with it is also altered. Yeah. We have a lot of different age mm-hmm. groups and people come into the profession with varying coping skills. Some of them don't have a lot of life experience. Yeah. Even those who have a lot of life experience <laughs> <laughs> may not, not be necessarily be <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Or they yeah. cope in a way they shouldn't cope. Right, right. Exactly. Well, exactly.
2: What about <laughs> depression? I mean, mm. yeah. yeah. Some people, I think we, had, we did a podcast with Jerry Hogan, mm-hmm. yeah, who is PTSD. Uh, yeah, PTSD. and
0: That was interesting.
2: Yes. Yeah,
0: to hear him talk about a that.
3: A lot of uh, incivility. Absolutely. Dealing with that. That's a huge challenge, and that encompasses so many things. Right. You know, that's not only our interaction with our colleagues, like CRNA colleagues. It's also people in the OR. You know what the OR is like. It's very dynamic, which Mm -hmm. also means very challenging. Exactly. Not necessarily everybody's touchy-feely in there, and so some of the things that... Well, a lot
2: of them aren't. Yeah. That's why they work in the OR. So
3: the things that are said... You know, if you can't roll with it, you know, mm-hmm. you could really be affected by it.
2: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the truth? And, and incivility is just kind of rampant.
0: Well, you know, yeah. and another one is addiction. Oh, yeah. Oh. You know, and I know there's statistics out there about that right. and so forth. and.
2: Well, what? Anesthesia providers are in the top
3: yeah. of the profession well, In terms for of like, we still mirror that of the general population, hmm. except, okay. we're, really? except we're overrepresented in treatment facilities. So, for example, oh. depending on what set of statistics you look at, right. it's 6 to 11 percent of the general population has problems with substance use disorder, and our hmm. population is about the same. Some of the other statistics are 10 to 15 percent, so we really, you know, mirror that. But we are at increased risk, and so that's why we're over populated, I guess you would say, in treatment facilities because of the nature of our work. We have access. You know, we we have a lot of stress. So all the things that you would think about that would be risk factors for substance use disorder, we certainly have in just our line of work, period. Mm-hmm. Linda,
0: what are some coping mechanisms that CRNAs can do?
3: Well, mindfulness is, you know, a really yeah. big buzzword and people are paying attention to that. And that is so important. And that's taking time for yourself as, you know, as nurses and certainly as CRNAs. We're worried about our patients and we want to do 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 and you know, be the best at what we do and right. and we tend to take care of, of others. But yourself. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so one of the things is just to Truly sit back and take time for yourself. Deep breaths. I mean, that's something easy to do. You're sitting, yeah. you know, during a case and just, you have apps on your phone and, and your watch and other things. You know, one minute, five minute, whatever it is for
2: yeah. deep breaths.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Do you do that, Sharon?
3: Deep breaths?
2: Sometimes.
0: What kind of coping mechanisms do, <laughs> do you Do I
2: use? have coping mechanisms? Of course I do. Believe it or not, I like to paint. Um huh walls. <laughs> not oh, yeah. I call you the other
0: <laughs> day you're, and I was painting.
2: painting the garage. Yes. <laughs> and and for me believe it or not, power washing. I love to really? power wash. <clears throat> Pierce got me a power oh, washer for Mother's that. Day yeah, a couple were, of years ago. Most men would have gotten wow. slapped. <laughs> and I was just ecstatic. But it's mindless. Yes. Yeah. I don't have to think. I, I, I get to see um the it, 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 something get clean right then that's and funny. right there. I got a buddy who so, okay.
0: loves to wash dishes. Really? Uh, what's dishes. his name?
2: I don't have a dishwasher
0: I'm, I'm gonna, at daddy's house. But, you know, that's his thing. It you know, is. He comes in, he, he washes Is it dishes. your
2: partner? Uh, is it Bill who works no, for you? No, it's, it's
0: not Bill.
3: I can actually see that, though, because, again, it's a yeah, mindless, it's mindless task. Thing. And you can think about so many other things, and it really is not difficult to take care of. Yeah. Or just being on the treadmill.
0: Yeah, working out. That's mine. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, right? Uh, When you messed your shoulder up, what was it? You were doing, what, 300 on the 30th of March or 300 pounds? What was it you were doing that day? I I
0: did 315 on 315.
2: There you go. I knew it was March. Yeah. Yep, that's right. (laughs) That was the goal. Yep, and you messed your shoulder up, and then you whined. I didn't wind. Yeah. (laughs) All right, we will not argue today. So, talk to us a little bit about
3: ways to develop a healthy workplace. Well, first of all, is addressing it. Ah. Um, you know, we are identifying so, the problem. So many times. People aren't willing, individuals aren't willing to come forward and say anything because they are afraid that it'll be considered to be a weakness. If I can't cope with this and mm-hmm. other people are going to think that I'm weak and, and not able to do mm-hmm. it. So yeah. they don't really address it. And then when they do address it. I think many times departments are either unwilling or unable or feel like they're incapable. I shouldn't say unable, incapable of addressing it. They don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. So some of it is to talk about it. I mean, there are Mm -hmm. a lot of things that departments and organizations can do, but it all involves communication. That's like one of the main things to really see what the issues are Mm -hmm. and try to get those resolved.
1: Just a quick interruption on today's show for a special message from Jeremy and Sharon.
2: Hey, Money Guy, what would you like to find if you could?
1: How
0: about some treasure?
2: Well, I know where you can get some treasure. Really?
0: Where's that?
2: Yes, the AANA Foundation is having a fundraising event, and it's going to have to be... Virtual,
0: of course, absolutely like everything in 2020.
2: I know, I know, right? So, they're going to be doing their virtual fundraiser this year. I bet you know all about it. I'm leading you down this path, and I know you know all about it already. Yeah,
0: I even know where it's going to be held.
2: Uh, well, why don't you tell our audience?
0: The name of the event is Treasure Island, so we're going to have a virtual Treasure Island event.
2: Well, that sounds like fun. Are you going to dress like a pirate?
0: Absolutely. Virtually? Yeah, virtually. (laughs) And, and, you know, there's going to be different rooms set up. Okay. Um, People are going to be able to visit different rooms throughout the event. And if you would like to... Learn how to mix a certain type of drink. I think there might be a mixologist there, Sharon.
2: Oh, that sounds lovely, but I yeah. don't think we can attend that because I believe we've got our own room.
0: We do have our own room, and it's going to be a surprise room for our listeners.
2: A mystery guest.
0: Mystery guest. And we'll give them a hint. Okay. This guest called a big fish. A big fish. Big fish. We'll leave you in suspense on that one, but we'll <laughs> we'll let them know who that is the closer we get.
2: Absolutely, we will. So
0: the event's going to be on August the 16th, uh, again, virtually, uh, but you can actually buy your ticket and only $100 for that's, cRNAs. That's a deal. That's a deal. $100 to support the ANA Foundation and all the mm-hmm. great work they do. And for sRNAs, we obviously want all our sRNA listeners to be there and attend as well. 25 bucks. Hey, less than a night out at a bar, which you can't even go to bars these days, right? That's right. Yeah. So support the industry that's going to support you the rest of your life.
2: I absolutely agree.
0: So, listeners, you can go online to www.aanafoundation.com, purchase your ticket, and make sure and select Treasure Island ticket as your designation.
2: We'll be there.
1: Absolutely. All right. Thanks, Jeremy and Sharon. Let's get back to today's show.
0: Well Linda you're you're an educator is there is there also resources available for the students because obviously they're at a extreme stressful time in their life.
3: Yeah, many programs and many universities and I think all universities actually have to have some sort of I'm going to say some sort of counseling service. Mm. And others will have other types of resources that they have to help students with this. Because if you think about it, a lot of our students are very young. Right. And, you know, they come and they may not have had to deal with some of the things that, mm-hmm. that we have had to deal with or we do have to deal with with our patients. And so it's really challenging for them to balance a very rigorous educational path as well as doing clinical, where maybe not everybody is the nicest and the supportive, most supportive, and they don't take time for themselves or yeah. have. And they study more. But there, you know, faculty do, I think, in most programs try to do a good job with that. But there's also outside resources counseling. I was going to say like a employee health type thing in, that you would have in the hospital. Sometimes those are available to students too.
0: Now, how long have you been in education?
3: Since 2005.
0: Okay. So, uh, you know, I just would be interested to know, maybe this is a, a Sandy question because she's been in it so mm-hmm. long, but is there a change with this millennial group mm-hmm. in comparison to other generations of CRNAs along the way?
3: Well, it's interesting. We did have a, a lecture a series today that, that talked about that non-millennials shouldn't define millennials. And so I'm <laughs> laughing because of that. But I know that in the time that I've been doing it, I, I do see a difference. Yeah, And I've even had students when I've talked about things to them have said well how am i supposed to handle that mm. and so it's not that they're incapable they just don't know they how don't know and how, so they really right. need us well, to they've help never them. had to no they've that, never right? had to right their and parents that's what have done everything say. Right.
0: that's i mean you know no, not a knock on millennials i mean at all but that's just if you haven't had to deal with those type of life experiences mm-hmm. you don't know how to deal with it you know i mean that's just true in anything yeah. so and, and i think millennials get a you know a bad rap for some stuff but right. it, it's it's not their fault they've just never had to deal with right. things because like you right. said the parents have done it well
2: right. what i love about millennials <coughs> is they are not afraid of anything no you know we can have yeah. a lobby day down at our general assembly and the seasoned crnas they're afraid to go talk to their legislators they're used to being in their comfort zone yeah but these millennials, they're like gung ho. I'm going to that office. No, you're and exactly I, I right. Mean, and so that's why I really don't worry. You'll hear people say, I worry about the profession because of the younger CRNAs, the millennials. I don't worry, worry because they are fearless. Yeah. I yeah, love that I mean, about them.
0: I think every generation worries about the generation. Sure. Behind of them. course you they did. Yeah. We were having this discussion earlier. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine what the parents of the 60s thought? Oh my gosh. With all yeah. those people in Woodstock and doing all the smoking the dope, and then you think about the generation free before love, that. Yeah. free <laughs> love. You know, the generation before that, it was they're dancing and Elvis. Elvis. So, who, who was saying you know they couldn't show Elvis below the waist? But Sandy you know, was talking those, about that. Those <laughs> bad people, you know. I mean, it's just every generation that has is those true. Kind of issues. So.
2: I do agree with that. You know, you talked about one thing about. Counseling and mm-hmm. that type of thing. I don't know if a lot of people are aware, but they have the availability. After you have completed being AANA president, they have in their budget if you need huh. some mm-hmm. counseling because, y- yeah. yeah, because See it's that. almost like uh, PTSD. Right. Whenever you're through, and the other thing is, you have been used to going at a hundred miles oh, yeah. an hour, and all of a sudden you go to zero right yeah when you walk off that stage you're done you're done and you don't know anything you knew everything Uh, the day before and then that (coughs) stream of information is cut off i mean you even have to get rid of all of your old old files they leave your email address open for just a little bit for people to mm-hmm. send you emails thank you for what you've done this year or, yeah. or good luck or other things or other things, or <laughs> other things <laughs> like, most people wouldn't even believe what some of it is but they'll leave it open for just That's a little right. bit and then it's gone all of a sudden y- your computer logs on and and you'll get this message and and It's gone. All of your files, everything. So after I finished my presidency, I took all of my files outside and I set them on fire and took a picture and sent it to Wanda Wilson. (laughs) well, I did it. All my files are gone. Well, you
0: know, I was thinking about, I I went to a a talk one time and George Bush was there. And, you know, he said it's just so different once you leave the presidency to go back to regular life Mm -hmm. as much as it gets regular. Oh, I can imagine. And he said the first time that he really knew that he was not the president was he said he lives in a neighborhood down in texas and it's a gated community and he said he was walking the dog one morning Mm -hmm. and he said the dog you know walks over into the neighbor's yard and he said the dog did its business in the neighbor's yard and he said he looked around
2: Nobody went and cleaned Nobody it Nobody
0: was there. <laughs> and here he said, he said, that that was the most humbling moment. He said and he put his hand up and he put a glove on his hand and he reached down and picked up the dog poop. And he knew at that point he wasn't president anymore. It was interesting. an interesting story. Yeah, it really know?
3: is. Because I can imagine, I think for some people, that's probably more challenging than mm-hmm. for others. Yeah. I mean, it is when you have been the decision maker and people are coming to you yeah. and all of a sudden you're not. And so... That quick transition doesn't really give you time mm-hmm. to to think about those things and right. cope with it. Right. Um, I think that was one of the reasons that I mean the A and A and their wisdom went about that because it, I think it, it's something that affects a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Well, now
0: that we you mentioned the A A there, what what all resources are at the A A level because you've been involved with that for.
3: There are so many resources, and to be honest, the membership really doesn't even know what all is out there because they're so – and we are so – I just want to say to plug the a a we are so lucky to be members of that association and to have such a strong association. I mean, we really are. Yeah. I can't imagine not being a member. But we have – really resources for all topics of health and wellness. We have wellness in the workplace. We have substance use disorder. We have, you know, wellness resources for students. And it's just the depth of the information is just unbelievable. So, you know, for people who haven't looked at those, they really need to. There's articles. There are, you know, actual presentations there's videos there's all kinds of of information and Mm -hmm. current information
0: that's good because i I don't think most crnas know that i mean
3: i agree
2: back again to past president they had a wellness task Mm -hmm. force that was put together to address a lot of that a lot of these things and that's where some of that information came from now here at our meeting they had yoga mm-hmm. to go and yep. be mindful. Did you go?
3: I didn't. I wasn't able to, but I wanted to. Mm. So, see, that's another thing to be mindful of. That's to right. To include, you know, to not have your board of directors so busy that they can't go to those kind of things. What
0: if we could give free massages to we had ma-
2: We yeah. had
3: massage um, had that before.
2: massage therapists last year at the PAC event. Uh, I didn't get one. Well.
0: What happened? I mean, what
3: well, you know, at aana and I
2: don't know, if, I don't
0: know
3: if you remember or if you've gone to the exhibits because I know you've mm-hmm. been there. Oh, yeah. But you know, we have that whole wellness <coughs> hub. Right.
0: Yeah, that's pretty right. cool. We yes, have those right. chair
3: massages, yeah. and then you can sit there and have he your feet. He bought one of those yeah. chairs. Oh, did you? Yeah.
2: So did I.
0: Oh, <laughs> me, and, me and Pierce both bought one. Yeah, at the Utah meeting.
2: I know. Whenever right. we downsized uh, our house, both my daughters are. Are we getting the a massage chair? I said, No, that's going into the new place.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that is nice there when they've got that wellness center. And mm-hmm. you know what that I noticed nice. in there? The floor is super soft. Yes. You yes. Know, that's it's, on purpose. It's such a mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. feel from the rest of the exhibit hall. It's nice. I did get one of those chair massages too. So yes, that's,
2: yes. That's nice. Whenever my children were little and all three of them were in car seats. And I would teach them to deep breathe. And here I had the little mommy van and the three car seats. And my kids would get in. They would do their fingers together, you know, like the middle finger to the thumb. And they would start deep breathing. And they would say, Mom, please turn on the music with no words, classical music. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, turn on the m- We're stressed out. <laughs> I mean, how stressed oh, out can you be? You're
3: four. <laughs> but we'll deep. <laughs> <laughs> A little deep breath. See, you they even knew about mindfulness then. Mindful, you know, breathing, abs, and all that. So, oh,
0: so I didn't even know they had car seats back then. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to put you in one. (laughs) Well,
2: is there any, anything you'd like to leave with our listeners to wrap up on here, Linda?
3: You know, one of the things is this, I really want people to understand that, you know, we're very fortunate again to have the AANA, and that, you know, people are here to help and we have it in the ncana as Mm -hmm. well and also just overall recognition by all of us that we really need to take time for ourselves you know many of us are like feel like we have life on a hamster wheel Mm -hmm. and we need to get off of that you know everything is still going to be there after we've taken our break and you need a mental break yeah dishes will still be there there you go still be
2: floors to vacuum (laughs) yep if you take a few minutes
0: yeah, I might take a few minutes now.
2: You need it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, well, Linda, we want to thank you for being here. Thank and you. Obviously, congratulations on thank your, you your again. new I appreciate role it. as uh, president of the NCAA. She and will
2: do a fantastic job. Will. I've been talking to her about doing this job for <laughs> how many years? A long time. How many years did you tell me no? I don't know. It's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) She is going to do. This is going to be an absolute pleasure for me to watch.
0: That's awesome. Well, Sharon, I think it's a wrap.
2: I think so. We
0: want to thank our listeners for listening to Beyond the Mass with Jeremy Stanley and Sharon Pierce. If you like our show, you want to know more, check out our other episodes on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a review. Only positive. That's right. And make sure and hit that subscribe button.
2: And breathe deeply when you do it.
0: There you go. Kumbaya. <laughs> Until next time.
2: It's a wrap.
1: Call the team at 855-304-3748. That's 855-304-3748. Or go online to crnafinancialplanning.com. And thanks for your support of Beyond the Mask. OSA EMR is a free anesthesia EMR developed by CRNAs that you can download and use on an iPad. Our nonprofit mission is to make sure that solo and small practice cRNAs can digitally record their anesthetics. To learn more, visit osaemr.com to download and consider donating to our cause. Remember, for cRNAs, data is destiny. You can follow along and catch up on the CRNA History Series, episodes specifically about political conversations in the industry, or try the CRNA Personal Finance Series. It's all on beyondthemaskpodcast.com. And if you have a question for the show or want to be a guest or even suggest a particular topic, fill out the contact form on the site or send an email directly to us at info at beyondthemaskpodcast.com. And lastly, let's take the conversation social. Check out our Beyond the Mask podcast Facebook page and Facebook group.